Sip and Listen, the podcast meant to inspire, challenge, and empower you to collaborate while taking big actions. With your co-hosts, wellness team, Chris and Lisa Lupo, recruiting genius, Jennifer Rojas, credit master, Valerie James, the recovery expert, Dave Cook, and lover of all things marketing, Alisa Lane. Hey, hey, good morning. Good morning. Gosh, it's been a long time since we've been on a show together, hasn't it? I know. It It has been. Yeah, it's been about two months, three months. I love it when it says the credit master. (laughs) So fun. I love the new title you gave me. I know, just like a whim. Master of credit. credit Yeah, it's like master of credit and money. It's like, wow. Have you been helping a lot of people lately? I have. I have. Yeah. You met with uh, Aaron? I did from, uh, my community project. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. Loved his story. Yeah, he'll Got be on the show in a couple of weeks. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. We're going. To, uh, we're all going to do that one, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Good. All Getting right. Lots of money out. Grant money for people buying homes. Yeah. And there might be some alignment with you as well. Yeah, that's cool. All sorts of goodness. I can that's help coming with out of the, the credit, show. and you know that we've got. I think some realtors, and I'm going to set him up with with a realtor, and nice. I think he's got some too, and yeah going to be cool. The power of collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. And you have a guest for us today. I'm so excited. I do. I do. I have Cody Egan from 360 Physical Therapy. And um, I personally kind of know him from the, the physical therapy because of a car accident I had a few months back and, and uh, you know, been going to physical therapy for a while and wanted to invite him on the show and kind of talk about exactly what he does. So I'm kind yeah. of excited about one thing when I saw the notes, because mm-hmm. I haven't heard about dry needling. Ah. <laughs> Are you, have you experienced that? Uh, yes, I have. And I'm going to have uh, Cody kind of talk a little bit about that. But let me tell you, it's amazing. Wow. It's like, oh, my God, the first time I cried. So, yeah. <laughs> the dry needling. Yeah. And then um, I also want to mention his photo. Like, where was that taken? Is that his office? Like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. Let's let's bring him on. Let's bring him on, Cody. <laughs> ah, hey, I'm Cody Egan. Good I'm morning. excited to be here. Good morning, guys. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, you're talking about which photo are you talking about? You're on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is actually in Australia. Yeah, nice. that's in oh. Australia. <laughs> yep. I yeah. went, um, I guess, a year and a half ago. And that was uh, that was just a just let's go to Australia kind of moment. It was awesome. So yeah, like spur the moment thing. Yeah, yeah. So and um, I loved it. So I'm, I need to get out uh, of the country more often. So <laughs> it's just uh, trying to do that every one, at least once a year. Yeah, so, for sure. Oh, that was really yeah, neat. So yeah, yeah. so who who, were, who was with you on the boat that yeah took, that uh, took your picture? Yeah, actually, it was some some Irish people. I, I met some um, some uh, people from all over the world. You know, everybody goes to Australia all over, and it was so yeah. cool that they just they just snapped that. And I met some uh, Irish friends that maybe I'll see yeah. again one day. So, yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, Ireland's my next journey. So we'll yeah. see. Bucket list? Yes, that's yeah. my big one. A new yeah. bucket list. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So you yeah. tend to get away even though you have a business? And yeah. How do you work all that out? Because that's always yeah. something we always like. Well, how do you make the time? Well, yeah, yeah it, it is hard. And I, to clarify, I don't have a business. I actually just run a clinic for the business. So, but mm-hmm. it's, um, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's hard. I, I'll admit like since I started the director role, it, um, I haven't taken that much vacation time, so I'm ready to soon. So, nice. <laughs> so I need a, I, cause that was a year and a half ago and, uh, that was right before it was kind of a, to celebrate getting a director position in the clinic. So. Mm. So uh, now I manage the clinic and treat patients versus I was just treating patients before that vacation. 
So I haven't managed uh, vacation time very well since I've been in it yet, but it, it's coming. So but you work a lot, don't you? Well, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, everybody can probably say that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's no, not everyone can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, I um, know. The older I yeah. get, the less I work, yeah. less I want to work, but yeah. still but have fun. It's been almost a year to the day since I've been the director too. So it's, uh, I'm managing it a lot better now. You know, when you start mm-hmm. something new, you just want to do a good job. So you overwork a little, you mm-hmm. know, so, and you handle yeah. multiple people coming in. I mean, you're mm-hmm. just, you know, for your age, I know you're young. You don't mm-hmm. have to say how old you are, but... Mm-hmm. How old are you? you <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm not afraid. I'm, I'm 31. Yeah, you're 31? So, yeah, I'm 31. Yes. Uh, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, I, I yeah. guess like 28 to yeah. 32, well, but I, I was like, maybe that. it's pushing it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so, and, you know, yeah. the when when you talk to clients and when, when mm-hmm. I come in or when different people come in, you're greeting them and other people there... <clears throat> that work there they you know you guys greet them and you make them feel comfortable and easy and mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's it's yeah. an awesome profession because i mean I'll, I'll be honest i i didn't always want to do ther- therapy i wanted mm-hmm. to be a medical doctor i was all going for it took the mcat was a uh, job shadowed a ton of doctors mm-hmm. and i um i hated it because of that because i didn't get that time to talk to the patient it was like five minutes and that was a good day with a patient Go on, next person, oh, next person. Yeah. So I decided to. Ne- I never applied to med school, and then I went to PT because we get an hour with you guys, and it's mm-hmm. not just treatment. It's almost it's treating the body as much as treating the mind. You know, or we're mm-hmm. we're really trying to get on um, what's going on, and a lot of it is a mental component. You know, uh, we are somewhat treating that. So, and it's and if we can get you at ease with the mind as well, the body and mind work together. That's part of it. So. Yeah. That's why I like it. So instead of pushing medication on people or something. so And, you know, I was thinking about that on the way here mm-hmm. this morning. I was thinking, you know, we need more things that we can do, you know, for our mind and our body and not just take, you know, the pharmaceutical pills, you know, to mm-hmm. mask our symptoms, to mask the pain. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to really work with them, you know, hands on. And that's what physical therapy is about. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more in depth of kind of what physical therapy is about and and how you help them in different ways yeah. and different services. Yeah, no, um, great question. It's, uh, it's an awesome occupation because we're not just doing strength training. Everybody just comes in and we can strengthen their glutes or strengthen their quads. It's so different patient to patient. It's, oh, we might have to lengthen the, um, the hip flexor because your right hip pelvis is anteriorly rotated. So you have to look at alignment. You have to look at what are they doing at their job? Are they sitting all the time? What's their workstation look like? So you have to modify what they're doing at home and how their setup is, especially for prolonged usage at work. Then you've got to worry about maybe endurance. Maybe they're huffing and puffing just to walk in a, a minute. We got to work on endurance and cardio. Um, you can specialize in like uh, I do a treatment for vertigo or dizziness. Uh, you can specialize in treating Parkinson's, so getting them more functional in their daily life Mm -hmm. so it you can really do almost anything in therapy it's it's um and you're just trying to limit the amount that they need to get on medications and all this stuff and Mm -hmm. and or limit surgeries you know or see them after a a surgery so and get them better Mm -hmm. so just a ton of avenues to go down and that's why i like it because my job is different every day so. Well, you you obviously have a lot of passion for what you do mm-hmm, because it 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 not only shows in how you're talking today, but mm-hmm. 
but when I go see you, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm your patient, and you know at least twice a week, mm-hmm. um, and and I hurt if I don't go see you. So uh, you know it's yeah. kind of like yeah, I get to go to physical therapy. So, mm-hmm. um, but you do it work me out. So mm-hmm. it's not like okay, oh I'm just going to go to physical therapy and you're going to work on me a little bit and then mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. But you have me kind of push the limits a little bit. So mm-hmm. um, tell me a little bit about kind of an average client or if there is such a thing or a patient mm-hmm. or kind of what you do, you know, like in some typical scenarios. Or even your favorite client. <coughs> yeah. ooh, 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 should I say Val? To, no, yeah. brownie, brownie points here. No, um, Thanks. Honestly, <laughs> what I like to do is, um, you know, I'm, I'm still not, um, I guess I wouldn't say fresh out of school, but it's not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the research kind of, you kind of use the research on what you you've um, studied for so long because it is a doctor program so we are there for seven years and um and what i found out is the to do like the whole a holistic approach where you know we talked we'll talk a, a bit on dry needling but uh I don't just oh, get yes. somebody in there and just dry needle them. That's it. You know, no right. way. We need to do maybe a little massage in there, maybe a little strengthening, maybe a little um, stretching with the hips or stretching wherever, you know, the upper traps or, you know, and then how to maybe activate a muscle better, how to deactivate a muscle better. Sometimes your upper traps are being overused. How do we get that muscle to turn off? Or sometimes your quad's not activating right when you're running or walking or squatting. How do we get that to turn on? So, yeah. So hopefully that answers that question. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a holistic approach. We do a little bit of everything. That's what research shows to do. If I just got somebody in there and did an hour massage, they wouldn't get better most likely. Maybe they'd get better that day probably, but mm-hmm. long term, no. Kind of a short term, like I'll yeah. feel good right after massage, but still need to work with them for you know duration of time yeah like you know you and i val we we do strength training too and i know some of that stuff you might not like that much because sometimes Mm. it hurts a little but a long term we've also got to get you to be able to you know do what your goals would be lifting things dancing so let's try to do those and see what the mechanics are wrong and and go from there. Well, I so. love how you get to know who I am. So mm-hmm. I can use myself a, as an example mm-hmm. is you get to know what I do. Mm-hmm. And if I'm sitting behind a desk a lot during the day, you know, being a credit master and helping people with credit, then I'm, you know, behind a computer screen and sitting and, and, you know, and I was telling you my fingers were going numb and, you know, how to properly sit well and pay attention to be more mindful of how I'm sitting. So just as easy or simple as that. Yeah. And to, watch your elbow there. Be careful because oh, I might make it numb. <coughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's true because it can. I'm yeah, like, yeah. it's like my finger's been going numb. Yeah. You know, I went in the other day and my fingers are going numb when I'm driving or when yeah. I'm sitting. And I'm, and he's yeah. like, well, okay, let's kind of work with different things. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then you know I belly dance. So, mm-hmm. And then um, you were like, okay, well, you're probably saying, oh, oh she belly dances. So she could do a little bit more strength. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you upped yeah. your game. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And sure. and then so you have me doing stretching and mm-hmm. and pulling things and mm-hmm. kind of pulling the trap in the mm-hmm. neck area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, from that car latest car accident, and yeah. it really helps. So I know for me, it's it's really helped with what you're doing because you're doing different things. Mm-hmm. So tell <clears> me <throat> someone that maybe hasn't had a car accident that maybe had something else. So kind of give me a typical scenario of of maybe working with someone and tell where they're feeling better and then they're and then you're releasing them at, yeah. at some point. 
Yeah, I know. And the re- leasing part's tough because you get that relationship and then you're like, oh, no, I don't want them to go, but they're better. So, yeah, yeah. maybe we did it. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> you know, um, Parkinson's is a fun one, you know, with uh, just trying to limit falls. But I think I think athletes is still probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. And uh, working with them, so how we would do is we would start, a lot of people don't realize that, um, you know, a lot of people when they run, they're just running in the sagittal plane. It's just one plane of motion when you run a lot of the time. But then what if you go sideways more into the frontal plane? Or what if you twist your body, go in the transverse plane? We've got three big planes of motion. So what I do is you don't just train athletes to just get stronger in one plane. You have to try to train them in all three planes, especially for like football athletes or people that are really tennis, people that are going all over the, the place in like a, uh, a 360 motion. So what I do is I just try to focus on, <coughs> excuse me, strengthening them in all those planes of motion and once they're really strong in one plane let's focus a little bit heavier on another one and then let's focus heavier on the third one and then if you're good in all three planes we got to talk about maybe discharging yes or or closing the case out because you might be better then let's Mm -hmm. try really specific sports related stuff such as like Mm -hmm. swinging a tennis racket let's actually play for a second you know let's try to mock playing or um throw the the shooting a hoop let's try it in the clinic and then if it something goes wrong maybe your elbow doesn't fully extend we need to go back and take a look at that so um athletes are fun and yeah yeah, because it's really we just get them to do that task eventually um and then if they can do it then they're they're ready to go and i call the coaches and say yeah they're they're ready so you mentioned the mental Component. Yes. Yeah. Um, Is that something that you develop like a trust in? Yeah. So they can actually let go or like stop the resistance, which actually causes more pain in the long run. Yeah. No. Definitely. It's um, in the beginning. You know, you don't have that mental component as strong. I feel like that comes on after a few sessions when you get comfortable with the patient. Like you're not going to hurt them more than you're already in pain. Yeah. And the hard part too sometimes is I work with PTAs, so I also don't have to. I feel like it's pretty easy to get yourself comfortable with one person but then i you know i work with um Aaron, two errands actually uh, um uh, aaron stark and aaron adam check and they they're both great but i have to get the patient to get their trust too and that's hard but then once you get that trust the mental game picks up a lot and then so that's why it's hard like sometimes occasionally you'll get a patient that comes in once or twice and we might not tap that mental bit fast enough and then we might lose them you know or maybe it just they, they kind of gave up too early or maybe it's too expensive there's a lot of reasons but that that mental component becomes huge um as early on as i can get it i think if you tap in that earlier that's better uh yeah what's the financial responsibility mm-hmm. there like it's, you mentioned it, yeah it, and very and i love the company i work for because we see all kinds of insurances mm-hmm. but the insurance type it's different you know the deductible can be you know sometimes it's patients spend eighty dollars to see me sometimes i'm free i want to be a cheap date of course for everybody but uh you know there's times that the insurance will cover it yes yeah yeah and sometimes it's just the copay is a little high you know Mm -hmm. and we try to work through them we've got payment plans and stuff for them but uh and and i'm trying to treat them as few visits as i can obviously you know i want to sound i want to be the rock star pt that gets my patient or better in eight visits rather than 20 but unless it's like a chronic issue we may have to see them a little longer but but yeah it can get a little pricey but i'm way cheaper than surgery i'm way cheaper than a lot of alternative uh, methods you know so 
So I'm trying to save the country on medical bill by coming to therapy mm-hmm. versus, uh, you know, expensive surgery. So. Do you ever dabble into like the nutrition side of <clears throat> things as well? You know, uh, a little bit. I, I'll be honest. I I probably don't uh, preach that as, as much as I should. However, um, I do, you know, if, if people are really talking to me about that, I refer them to a nutritionist or, or somebody that's specializes in that. Um, we did do a, um, a weight loss program for a second, but it, uh, it just, it was very expensive to maintain. So we did have to ditch it for a bit. Um, it was, uh, it was expensive, but anyway, uh, but yeah, that, that is a component. You're, that was, uh, that's a great question because it's, you know, it's not just exercise, it's diet and exercise, you know, mm-hmm. too. Uh, so, um, that's something that, yeah, we talk about a little, but not a ton, I'll be honest, for me. Do you create classes that actually, um, for anyone, like maybe group classes or, mm. or things that actually kind of help the community in a, mm. like meditation classes I know are big right now? Yeah, no, uh, I don't currently. However, I think this would be great, and this is just me positively thinking down the road. You go to your dentist twice a year probably, right? Every six months, so a lot of people do, maybe more or less. I would like that to be for PT. I think it would be really sweet if insurance companies would let us have like uh, a, a, two visits a year with a patient just free, you know, or, or like very cheap. I would, I, I think that that might come down the road because all this research coming out, that's uh, really good for our profession. It's a really good new 10 year article coming out. It's not published yet. So I'm going to wait on that one before I say anything. <laughs> uh, it's, it's awesome about opioid use and how PT people that went to PT, Seventy percent chance of not getting stuck on opioids. It's huge. Anyway, um, secret. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm not. I'm not going to say soon. anything. Yeah, it's coming He's soon. Tell us in a few minutes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it would be cool for people, the community, to be able to come into therapy whenever they wanted, maybe twice a year, just to get like an up check. Hey, how are your sitting mechanics? How are your running mechanics? What are you having trouble with? Let's look at it. And that I would love that to be a way I help the community out. Right it's now, insurance won't let it. Yeah. yeah, preventative. Yes, yeah. I think that would be awesome. And then we don't. We're not spending a lot of visits. We're just just seeing them for a visit or two, and then we just help them with their lives for a while. And then, just like all of us, maybe we stop flossing down the road after a few months, Never. and then we need a dentist to come yeah. tell us, "Hey, go floss again. What are you doing?" You know. Yeah. And then I can get encouraged for a while, and then I kind of get bad again. So, and I think PT might be the same, but at least. It's better to have an upkeep like a dentist. Mm. Well, I think so. it's good people, to know your body, right? Yeah. But I yeah. think it's uh, I think it's one of those things where, you know, I, I think sometimes you know it's kind of projecting out, but kind of thinking that some people forget that there's physical therapy out there, mm-hmm. or yes. you know, like Cairo, and until you're hurting, mm-hmm. then okay, I'm fine. You know, we're okay. And then until something hurts, then then we go see a doctor or then we go see someone. Mm-hmm. But it's like you were saying the holistic. You're using the word holistic. I think more and more people are getting on the bandwagon of, of learning more about what they can do for their body that is diet, is exercise, is you know being more mindful and preventative of what they can do for their body instead of like, oh, we have a hurt, you know, ache and a pain, and then here, take this pill. Mm-hmm. So I well, love Val, that. would you have done the therapy if it hadn't been for the accident? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no, I wouldn't have. And that's, that's what I was thinking is, you know, I, I think, you know, being to go and see a chiropractor and to see <laughs> physical therapy, 
I think it's it's we don't go until something's wrong, something has happened. And I think it's just one of those unknown things. But but being in alignment, you know, your body being in alignment and the dry needling, which I do want to want you to get to mm-hmm. in a second. And mm-hmm. just some of these things in the uh, what's it called? The Graston mm-hmm. method that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit about that. It's just it's so amazing of how I feel afterward. And I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. Well, we're in the society of on the go. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. when are we going to sit back? I, I mean, I, we were talking to a friend of ours about Europe and how they take a break during the day. You know, like the <laughs> siesta three time. Hour siesta. I know. And I'm like, why isn't that here? Yeah. But we're so on this go, go, go mentality that we forgot, you know, it's, you know, it's about us. Like, eventually, mm-hmm. it's all going to catch and up. And I think we get tense. We get stressed. We get tense. And our body's feeling that. I'm bringing siesta back. That's it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Aaron brought that up, you know, in a conversation that he went to Spain, which we'll have him on the show talking about. And um, he talked about, you know, that Spain, you know, shuts down their shops for two or three hours. And he was kind of like, what? <laughs> but I need to have my phone fixed. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. yeah. yeah. So it's a really cool story. So mm. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in our show. But tell, tell us a little bit about the dry needling and the mm-hmm. Graston uh, the Graston method, I think it's called Graston technique. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 an adjunct to treatment. Like I said, you know, I, you won't come in to. I to love get, that word. Uh, yeah. Adjunct. Say that again. Because, you know, nobody, you know, I'll even get doctors that really like one and then they'll write on the referral, do Graston with this patient, you know, like, so or do dry needling with this patient or some doctors don't like one, so they'll say not to. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah gra- Graston, you know, it's an instrumental massage technique. You know, it just uses like a, uh, a instrument to um, actually mobilize the tissue and get, and sometimes, you know, you get those knots or, um, you know, balled up tissue and you you want them ironed out a little bit and sometimes our hands kind of don't do the job or they kind of hurt if you do it all day so that uh, grass and tools help the therapist and the patient so for with our hands and uh and their body so i can i call Mm -hmm. it i mean you know for layman's terms i call it like the butter knife yeah and the butter You know, it's yeah. like, are you going to get the butter knife and the yeah. butter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure about this treatment, but yeah. it sounds lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it looks like kind of like a butter knife. Mm-hmm. And and then mm-hmm. you use what mm-hmm. for the butter? I call it butter. Yeah, but it's just a, a basic l- lotion. There's nothing mm-hmm. too, yeah, yeah, yeah. So nothing too much. But And it, it, it yeah. just feels good because yeah. it, it takes the, the tension, especially in my left upper mm-hmm. trap area. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, and, and you or um, the other gentleman, Aaron, will actually kind of work it through and do that Graston technique. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. that's, you know, just kind of just relaxes it. And, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's layman's terms. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels good. Yeah. And, it, and it just relaxes it. And then I can go on about my day. But tell me a little bit, you know, or tell the listeners a little bit more about the um, dry needling yeah, in yeah. kind of the differences of, yeah, you know, some of yeah, that that yeah. you hear. So, I mean, we got to be careful too because acupuncturists, you know, they got mm-hmm. kind of mad when we started dry needling. I understand because they've been doing this for 2,500 years and now we just started dry needling. We're almost stealing a little bit of profession and I don't want them to think that because I like when people go to acupuncturists. I think that that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, acupuncturists uses like the um, uh, the meridians and all these an- energy channels and stuff, theories that are Chinese based for a long time ago. Um, dry needling's more, they use the same needles, but very different theories. You know, um, I- I'm not saying that acupuncturists are wrong. 
I don't think they're wrong. It's just that their theories are not proven. They're not very able to be proven scientifically. Statistically? So, yeah, kinda, yeah, statistically actually, yeah, because they can um, they could get people, acupuncture people, and then not, and see who got mm-hmm. better. And statistically, the acupuncturists will likely get better. Oh, yes. But okay. why are they getting better? That's what they, it's not easy to prove acupuncture. It's something that came out 2,500 years ago. Mm-hmm. How do you prove that science? So mm-hmm. dry needling, what it does is it tracks blood flow. We did a lot, of, They not me, they did, they've done mm-hmm. a lot of research on mm-hmm. um, how dry needling works and what the biggest thing is actually blood in the area. You're getting fresh blood, you're stimulating, you're putting a one inch, two inch, three inch, four inch needle in somewhere, avoiding lungs and kidneys and stuff like that. And, uh, and you actually elicit a response. You have your body heal itself by getting fresh blood into that area. Mm-hmm. And I can't get two inches down in those upper traps, but I can get mm-hmm. a needle to get down there in areas that I can't touch with massage. So, And, and it was one mm-hmm. of the days that I, I went there, you know, because I was going to physical therapy for, to see you for mm-hmm. a few months. And, and one of the days you, you said, you know, let's try some dry needling. Are you up to that? Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, you know, what is dry needling? It just sounds scary, mm-hmm. you know. So I think for the most part, when people <coughs> say dry needling, it's needles. Yeah. And some people don't yeah. like needles. Yeah. But I don't see it. You know, I, I have it on my neck that you do or, you know, that behind my neck mm-hmm. um, or sometimes in my left arm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I don't look. You know, sometimes I could, but, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, but the day, you know, the first day that you did, you know, dry needling, mm-hmm. I was very apprehensive and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people Most get people that are, way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you're kind of tense and I was sweating a little bit. My hands were sweating and, and then, you know, you're like, you kind of walk me through it, mm-hmm. which was really good. You talk me through exactly what you're doing, you know. How you're just, you know, a little tap, you know, a little push. And, you know, so I felt better because you were talking me through it. Mm-hmm. And, but when you were having a few needles in and we wait, you know, for a few minutes and you tell me, you know, it's going to be a few minutes and how are you doing? And you checked on me and, you know, and you're right there. You're kind of in that vicinity there. And, and then afterward, I just cried mm-hmm. because of all the things that I've gone through with a car accident and medial branch blocks and steroid injections and um, surgery for my neck for my first car accident, it, it was crazy. So this, it, you know, dry needling was amazing to experience. I was scared, but it was amazing how I felt afterward. Mm-hmm. And I just cried, like everybody in the room, and I just cried. Mm-hmm. But tell us a little bit Wait, more before about you go that. on to the next yes. did you feel the relief immediately i did it was immediate it it and that i mean it was not only the apprehension you know the mental thing and i know a lot of what we experience and what we go through is is mental mm-hmm. is getting prepared mentally for things in life mm-hmm. and it, it was that emotion of being scared of here's these you know these needles being stuck in and is it going to hurt and is it going to push somewhere you know the mm-hmm. y- you know as you said the lungs come up a little higher than we think mm-hmm. you know is it going to puncture lung? i mean that I'm trust just, factor too. yeah oh it's a yeah. trust factor 
Yeah. Yeah. Try try uh, the training for it because <laughs> because uh, because I have to put like over a hundred needles. Uh, other people are training on my body. That was scary. So wait, a hundred needles went into in, you in, in a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that like the maximum? I was going to wonder. Oh about that. no, th- there's no max. It's just really? it's just to train. You have to get needled in a ton of different spots and and so by you people that are it. training too. Mm-hmm. So it's like don't hit my lung. Don't oh. hit my lung. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. it, but the but it is yeah. mediate. And that is what I really wanted to talk about too today Mm -hmm. is one of the techniques that you use in physical therapy is that you get that immediate relief. And I think that was the most overwhelming feeling that I got was, oh my God, how I feel like right now in this moment, you know, and it lasted for a few days Mm -hmm. and, you know, and to go through again, but it's just, it's better. Now it gets tense you know, more tense later, you know, and the things I'm doing and in, in exercising and so forth. But, oh my gosh, it's, I can't begin to tell you how wonderful it feels when after he does dry needling, because now I'm like, oh, I get to go to physical therapy. I, I get my I dry am, needling. I'm shocked he didn't bring any needles. Oh, like that, that's what yeah. I'm really upset. I mean, yes. Robin and I are just like, what? Oh, yeah. I wonder if I have any in my car. No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it is acupuncture needles. It, it's mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. It's very thin. Yes. I mean, it's uh, not, it's not as intimidating. There's different gauges. There are different gauges. Yeah. I usually use some pr- decently thin ones with you. I'll, I'll occasionally mm-hmm. step up the gauge here and there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. So why the different gauges? <laughs> What do you say? What's why there, the different? Um, it's just uh, if at first you usually, at least for me, I, I, people that dry needle are hair different. There's there are different techniques, but I usually like to do thinner at first, get somebody used to it as thin as I can, to be honest, and then the second session usually go a little thicker, maybe a little longer, depending on the landmarks I can go into. So, um, just because you get a better bigger response with the different gauges, you get you know probably a little more blood flow, and it's a little usually a little more effective the thicker gauge typically um, but it also can elicit too much pain if i'm hurting somebody too much because sometimes it can be a little painful you know if i'm getting into a really tough spot so maybe want to tone down the gauge of hair with them mm-hmm. so it depends it's like a pinch i mean mm-hmm. it, it feels mm-hmm. like like someone pinched you you know mm-hmm. like on your skin or something mm-hmm. it's just like a pinch or mm-hmm. sometimes i'm kind of like let out a like Ah, like you know, but it, sometimes it's a little bit more mind thinking. You know, like mm-hmm. oh. have you ever done it on children? I have. Yes, how I does have. that work out? <coughs> I have. I would say I still have good results with it. Not with everybody. Like how young a child? Oh I yeah. Um, ah, I think I have done. I have done it that with a ten-year-old before. I don't think I've gone younger than that. Um, you can okay depends on how tough the child is and if they if they can comprehend hey this is going to help me because of this it's an okay thing i think if you go too young they can't get that in the mindset like why is he sticking a needle at me even Mm -hmm. if i tell them it's like they're so afraid of the needle that i don't think it's going to help you know there's so much of that mental component that's battling against them Mm-hmm. So do I don't parents I, yeah. stay in the room for that or usually do um, you, I, like, I usually have I usually have them do the first time yeah and then if they're comfortable then yeah, okay. it doesn't matter he's, he's yeah. just like four feet away you know five yeah. feet away he's just right there <coughs> near there so mm-hmm. yeah. just yeah. for a few minutes and yeah. you yeah. check on yeah you know, yeah people. sometimes I'll live them in sustained hold sometimes I'll um, oscillate them sometimes I'll twist them it, 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 you can even set them up to an electrode and zap people with it and to wow, make the lesion even bigger so fun well, yeah, I, I so. love the oscillate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like when he said, yeah. "I'm gonna oscillate it," and I'm like, "Okay, it sounds cool, but you know, like, well, let me look that up first. Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, I gotta go look that up." Yeah, 
Yeah. So there's definitely, yeah, some fun techniques you can do with it. If you're not getting a, is the response you want, you don't yeah. give up right away. You try. Everybody's different. So. And since it is immediate, you know, you actually kind of push, you know, on the trap area there mm-hmm. on my left side. And, yeah. and it's, it's really <coughs> noticeable. I mean, he can just push in and the area is softer mm-hmm. immediately afterward. Does so it, does it come back though? Is it something that's been cured forever, or is it still something that irritates? It, that's a good question. It, it really varies patient to patient because, of course, you want a long term effect. You don't want only a short term, but sometimes you only get at least in the beginning. I get more short term, and then it turns into more longer term effects the more I do it, mm. typically. But that's not always the case. Sometimes it is still only short term. Well, so we could gotta, it be like something mm-hmm. that you're doing on a regular basis that's causing it? Yes. Like I know driving, like I've noticed yes. there are times that I'm holding on to that steering wheel. And I'm like, why am I holding yeah. on so tight? Yep, <laughs> exactly. And that's what, you know, Val and I have worked on and, and, and all my patients, like if, if dry needling is only short term, what, what else? We need to do something else too. And, and not mm-hmm. only needle, but do ever Your other behaviors. stuff. Strengthening maybe, you know, just even just strengthening her shoulder and not her upper trap can really help deactivate the upper trap that's a long-term effect Mm -hmm. so you know if we can add everything into the mix so that's Mm -hmm. great Mm -hmm. do you dry needle on yourself i have yes for my headaches yeah i I mean i don't get them very often but i have i I know a few good spots that i i I have done that to myself yeah i usually want to get somebody else to do it but there's not too many people in the clinic that do it so then they're busy so well you have different clinics you have different you know 360 physical therapy offices yeah i mean I, they're not mine once again but right. but yes yeah right. there are maybe they there will are. be one yeah. day yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. no no and how many locations are there in the valley um i think there's over 13 now okay. yeah um there's uh, one that's opening in december uh, um in mesa so a uh, signal butte and baseline i think i forget mm-hmm. but do but you yeah. stay at only your location yeah or do yeah you I, yeah it's just um i just like to direct the, the one right mm-hmm. now it's it, it's fun because we it's it was just drywall a year ago and now it's up and running so we lifted it up from the ground mm-hmm. so and that's been fun uh, busy and fun and it has a pool yes we do aquatic what? therapy too mm-hmm so you it know, it's fun. Now I see why you're going. <laughs> yeah, you know those people that that can't walk very well, they ha- or they have a lot of arthritis. Mm-hmm. That warmth kind of helps make the joint a little more mobile. Or um, you know, our um, patients that are just a lot more elderly, they can move in that pool so good, and it makes mm-hmm. them feel young, and it hits that mental component right there, and then it f- hits the physical component as well. So um, do you that's do any fun cold well. plunges? What's that? What do you mean? Like the cold plunge? Like oh, it's just like cold water. No. Yeah. No, we don't. Uh, oh. We don't. That, I'd be in for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we I've heard that like people. really just invigorates and it's great for mm-hmm. yourself. Oh, yeah. No, I can, I can see how that could be a benefit to some of my patients. But um, we keep our pool at 95 degrees. So it's just all one temperature. We'll experiment with Valerie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch closely for something coming up soon. Yeah. yeah just don't take pictures. <laughs> oh, we're going to video it. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah oh, that's, that's fun. fun. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's a lot of techniques. Uh, aquatics is fun. Yeah. So, fun so speaking of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to talk to you about uh, your music, your choice of music in, in the uh, in the clinic. <laughs> in the yeah. clinic, yeah. Yeah, so that's big. That's that's part of the healing process too. You know, we got playing Metallica. Got, What's going yeah. on? Oh, oh, you know yeah. what? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh yes, yes he does. Oh yes, he does. <laughs> Robin's in. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. yeah. So well, great. A lot of our, our therapists are, are some rockers. They're in there for sure. But we do. We try to get it to the patient because the music choice can affect the treatment. So you have to be you have to be careful. And some of my um, 
fans or their patients are country music and then some are rockers and then sometimes they're there together and you're like "Ooh, what do i do <laughs> so you Choose. do yeah so we do kind of leave some um more like just 80s 90s like people can relate to that the easiest sometimes you know mm-hmm. just alternative and then occasionally when i know there's going to be some young kids or or maybe val come in i put on some more rocker stuff or, yeah, you know yeah. uh, so uh, <laughs> i so, love yeah. the 80s music yeah. it's like it's 70s mm-hmm. 80s yeah, it's like yeah. oh it's so cool yeah. well there's something <laughs> about like music therapy too mm-hmm. like there's that yes. soothing component because yeah. that mm-hmm. that what we listen to is definitely affecting us as well yeah. so what's your choice valerie what's what's you know i i like journey i like sticks i like you know just mm-hmm. a variety of things you know, like robin's like ah, yeah. peace out yeah. <laughs> you know i like a lot of different variety and you know Madonna, Michael Jackson, George Michael, Elton John. I mean, I like all the 70s and 80s. You know, that was kind of my era. Mm-hmm. So when when I went in and you were playing that music and I was like, wow, it's like it's consistent, right? It was mm-hmm. consistent. And I thought, oh, so he's the one that controls. Cody's the one that controls uh, the music. So, yeah. But I have to tell a story. Oh, you go know ahead. I have oh, to tell ahead. the story. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I love this. Go so. Ahead. So we were we were there one day and we were mm-hmm. you know just you know different people were working out you know with the doing their things and and uh Dirty Dancing came on. Mm. <laughs> oh yes. Mm-hmm. So Dirty Dancing came on and and this one lady said, you know, she's like, "Oh, oh, no. Yeah. You got to turn that song off." Wow. And I was just like, "What? Everybody loves Dirty Dancing." Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's just that one in a million person that <laughs> yeah. just can't stand that song. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a hard. I, you got to turn a song off for everybody else that's enjoying it for one patient. Right. That's tough. But she but was really adamant she, yeah, about that song. Yeah. Really? And yeah. there was something. Maybe she that was trying the routine and mm-hmm. she hurt herself. It was something, maybe yeah. something in her past, something. I mean, it yeah, was. I know for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a trigger. Robin yeah. called out an ex. Yeah. Yeah. Must oh, have been an ex. ex. Oh yeah, she oh, had bad heartbreak. Ex, bad yeah. ex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, could have been causes heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so. she was really adamant. So yeah. Cody, you know, and you were so you're so warm and genuine and polite to people. You. you are like an amazing director. They couldn't have got a better person in there to to yeah. direct that that Queen Creek you know office mm-hmm. because I mean your passion is is obvious. Your knowledge is is spot on to really listen to the patients the music you're 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 looking at different things and you can Mm -hmm. see that you're asking them how they feel and the music and you're you know you could switch it up but it doesn't look like you're like okay this is what we have planned for a you know a patient Mm -hmm. every time it's just no it changes every day yeah yeah it has to yeah and it's Mm -hmm. just i mean so you're in the moment with that patient Mm -hmm. and it's it, it's amazing. I, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you and how much it, your physical therapy, your knowledge and the love that you guys all have and, and, and it radiates from you, but it's also kind of, you know, overflowing to the other uh, physical therapists mm. and, and PTAs and how they're taking care of the patients. Mm. So I can't tell you enough 360 physical therapy is what you and your your team has done for me it's just i i I don't know the day when you release me at some point i'm gonna cry again (laughs) i'm a crier (laughs) so she just just, won't leave (laughs) yeah no don't don't let me go yeah it it just really helps Mm -hmm. and 
and I've, you know, I keep thinking I'm going to get better, I'm going to get better, and some days are good and some days are not. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and you ask me every time I go in, you know, how are you feeling? How's it been going? So, Mm -hmm. um, but it's, I can't tell you enough that Mm -hmm. I was just so fortunate that, that my doctor referred to you for, you know, for your uh, clinic, your office, and, um, and I didn't have to go through other offices Mm -hmm. to get to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My daughter is, and she's now at the physical uh, at 360 physical therapy oh great in gilbert i think it's oh, a gilbert area good so yeah that's where i came from that's where my previous job was yeah yeah that's and that's i tried been. to get her over to queen creek because oh. she was going to an xyz oh, you know physical Gilbert's therapy and um and she's like it's not getting any better and i'm like uh you need to see cody yeah you know so yeah no yeah. gilbert's great over there though they do good they do yeah. a good job so. Yeah. yeah so what's next for you cody I, I see that this is definitely where you're at now but i mean do you have mm-hmm vision for your own and yeah. moving forward into the future um, oh that's a good question hmm well my my future goals was to be a director and i and i got that so now i yeah i do i gotta make some more right you know so um valerie's taking pictures <laughs> <laughs> but uh but i th- i think really just to, to still i definitely have some uh, learning to do in my role i am not a flawless director but even close so i um I definitely have, you know, just some of the more number games and stuff. I, I think I really, my future goals is to be really good at what I'm doing currently. I still have to solidify this. I've only, like I said, been a director for a year, October 15th. So just over a year now. So I, I got learning to do. Um, yeah. I, I, I am, I'm probably not going to take on anything too huge of projects right now because it, it's time to just iron out the, the the things that I'm not doing well in. So we did mention before the show some ideas about a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think I, that's I, definitely a huge vision <coughs> to. That is. I, I I think I got too many hobbies. You know, yeah. to be honest. You know, volleyball tournaments, football tournaments oh, once wow. a week. I am constantly doing. Well, you play something. football and volleyball. Yes, once a week. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I love all that stuff, and I, a podcast would it would be amazing. Yeah. I don't know if you want me to say anything about sure, that. Sure, why one. not? I oh, think it's okay. a great thing to talk about. Oh, well, uh, just uh, a random idea. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't think we'd it's be talking about, about this. the beauty about this podcast. It goes everywhere. <laughs> it could go anywhere. Oh, anywhere. my God. <laughs> well, and yeah, and I this this was uh, bounced off a friend a while back. So it's uh, not all. I won't take 100% credit on this idea. But we were just thinking take about. It, they're not here. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but anyway, it was um, it was just an idea to um, go to to figure out you know when you're pulling up on a, at a stop sign or a stoplight, you see somebody a homeless person saying you know uh, with a sign, do you pay them or not? That is a dilemma I go through. Maybe not every day, but if I'm traveling, I, you see that a lot, and a lot of people do in Arizona because it's warm. There's always people out there with signs. So it'd be nice to do a podcast where, <coughs> excuse me, you are um, you interview them. Maybe give them $20 and do that to 100 people and then see, let, let's, let's really hear your story. I'm going to give you 20 bucks if you can be honest with me and tell me exactly why you're on the street right now. And then compile all the data and then maybe do a podcast on what you learn from everybody. I think that'd be really cool. I oh, don't know. Yeah. Because that can tell people, hey, maybe I should pay this person or not. And yeah, you're not. You might not get. You're, you're probably not get the hundred percent truth out of them. I wouldn't imagine, but you might get some truth if you're waving waving twenty, thirty bucks. Like, hey, uh, give me your honest opinion. You're, you might you're get getting something. their story. You might get something. Yeah, yeah. That's, you're getting that's their true. story, their their truth, their form yeah. of truth, and 
you know yeah. what they see and yeah. you know so yeah. so uh, yeah i was thinking about maybe doing that one day i don't know so yeah. I, I like i'm really liking podcasts now they're they're in very interesting so and you're gonna listen to this one yes yeah i'll <laughs> listen to a few of the sip and listen and the rest now. of yeah. ours yeah yeah yeah, I wanna, <laughs> yeah it's it's peaceful yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it, I think it's great when these ideas actually Mm -hmm. become something. So Mm -hmm. it's like even Mm -hmm. you mentioning it, I'm like, I could see it possible. Yeah. And you can have it be called something fun and on the Mm -hmm. spot or Mm -hmm. something, you know, very clever. But um, I think creating a difference in the community is really what's, Mm -hmm. you know, mostly what we do about, you know, like that's Mm -hmm. really our mission to create, you know, collaboration and the difference that we can do together versus apart. And um, I think that's part of it. Like if you can really get you know, the story behind what got you to this corner. Mm-hmm. And there mm-hmm. may be something that they can actually see for themselves to, you know, do something different. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. No, I, I, you guys do a great job because you're on here interviewing professionals, getting the reasons why they're doing this and, uh, mm-hmm. and get, and getting the, imp- the word out there, you know, uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's great. That's huge. So. That's the story behind the person mm-hmm. that's really sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, anyone can be doing what we're doing, but it's mm-hmm. really about the person behind mm-hmm. the, the mic. I mm-hmm. would love to be part of the podcast or whatever you're doing with the interviewing, mm-hmm. you know, of the mm-hmm. you um, just homeless. Have a, you just created a podcast. Ah. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> you just, yeah. Uh, and and uh, probably uh, other listeners out there, oh, they're God, probably yeah. going to reach out to you, Cody. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it, one of the things I wanted to mention is when I, you know, when those times where, you know, I have cash or I have water, or I have food. And, you know, you're pulling up to a corner and, you know, and, and it is in your mind, you know, are they out there, you know, trying to hustle people for money or mm-hmm. is it, you know, they really do need money mm-hmm. and, you know, they're down and out or so, so forth. And, and to me, you know, I was saying earlier is that to me, it's not for me to choose. It's not for me to decide. It's, it's in that moment, you know, mm-hmm. it, is this what I need to do? Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a, you know, God thing and religious thing or just giving to someone else that's less fortunate. Um, but one of the things I, I learned from my daughter, Brigitte, um, I have three daughters. I love my girls. And so Brigitte is the oldest one. And she, what she does is she takes these packets of different like deodorant and water and socks and um, you know, just a hairbrush and toothbrush and toothpaste and all this, and their packets in her car. So then she's taught her daughter, which my granddaughter, of giving. Mm-hmm. And it's it's cool to give mm-hmm. and to give that or maybe give a little bit of money with it or so, so forth. But my favorite thing mm-hmm. is ask them what their name is mm. and call them by their name. Yeah. And yeah, who are they, you know, yeah. in that moment mm-hmm. and thank them you know, for just being who they are and, you know, just give them a compliment mm-hmm. and get that name. So that yeah. just resonates with me yeah. for that day or pray for them or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And that, that goes along with everything, yeah. even in therapy. Like if you call a patient by name consistently, you know, um, that, 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 that feels good, you know, like yeah. that, that's like, oh, we're at a name ba- basis, sometimes even a nickname basis. And that's <laughs> fun if you're treating somebody long enough, yeah. you know? So that's, that's really, that's um, that being relatable. Mm-hmm. And and you are relatable. Mm-hmm. I see mm-hmm. that all the time. Mm-hmm. Whether whether you were my physical therapist for that day mm-hmm. or Aaron is, um, but it, you're relatable. Mm-hmm. You're you know I can approach you and talk mm-hmm. to you and and you know you're you're in that moment. So that's mm-hmm. that's really cool and mm-hmm. that's so important. You know in the medical field, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah, to have yeah. that bedside manner, and I think that's yeah <coughs> the the hard, hardest part sometimes about staffing a clinic is 
you can look awesome on resume, but if you don't have that bedside manner of like, just how do you talk to a person? You know, if it's not there, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if I want you working with me to be honest. Yeah. If you're not at least have some social aspect to you a little bit, I don't know about PT physical therapy for you then. So, yeah. and then there are there are some antisocial therapists out there that are really good at what they do, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like I feel like that's important to to really just open up and, and be that that bedside manner is huge i, I can't and stress that. i have to say that importance. every one of you there i've watched mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. i've watched all of you when mm-hmm. i'm when i'm doing my stretching pulling mm-hmm. exercising and stuff that you give me mm-hmm. no some days you're my best friend and some days yeah. you're not yeah. my yeah. best yeah. friend because yeah. <laughs> well, fr- fr- he makes me sure. work yeah. he makes yeah. me work out so mm-hmm. um <laughs> and mm-hmm. i tease you i like i love mm-hmm. to tease That's you guys you pay him. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's 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 fun uh-huh. at the yeah. at the end of the hour it's yeah. i'm feeling good so yeah. it's it's good yeah. but yeah. I, but everyone there is you know the bedside manner is is so relaxing and calming mm-hmm. and i think that energy that that flow of what goes on in that whole huge room mm-hmm. um other than the pool room you know <laughs> but that you know that energy that you guys offer and provide and that bedside manner and uh the connection that you have with your patients is mm-hmm. is amazing so yeah. yeah yeah and i think that's uh that's the strength of our clinic i think is the flow because mm-hmm. i've worked at uh, another clinic and it, it is awesome clinic it, I, it's just it was a little bigger so i didn't have that flow like I, I as much and i feel like uh, uh and that wasn't yeah. the clinic's fault it was just so massive it's just hard to but Mm-hmm. In this smaller clinic, we are able to really click on all gears. You know, we have mm-hmm. seven staff total, so mm-hmm. w- that's not that many. You know, so it's it's you're easy. calling it smaller. It's kind of medium yeah, size. I guess to it me, is medium. Yeah. yeah, and we are growing. We might even get another staff because yeah, yeah. Um, a year ago we had three staff. A year later we have seven. So we definitely boosted yeah. up real fast. It's a great location. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. steal all the credit or whatnot on on how mm-hmm. it's been a success. It's because. It's a really good location. Queen Creek out there in Arizona is uh, is is really um, growing fast, so mm-hmm. you get a lot of patients. So, what's yeah. the best way to reach out to you? Like, if someone's just desperately needing some needling. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, really. Well, remember, um, Arizona is a direct access state, so you can actually just come to therapy first, and then we can tell you if you need a doctor referral or whatnot. But you can just go walk in right to the clinic. I don't know if you want me to say the number of the sure, clinic or that. Yeah. But really, you just you can just call the clinic, and their staff are really good to, to set you up here. Our um, phone number, if uh, people would like it here for 360, in Queen Creek specifically, is 602-737-2275. Honestly, the, the phone number there would probably be the best way to, or just walking in, we get that all the time. Um, but you call that facility, and even if you're in Glendale, They'll just connect you over to the Glendale office. So we've got a, you know, it's very easy to just call mm-hmm. wherever, um, any clinic and just get connected that way. And if and people want to support your new podcast coming up, is that something they can reach out to you that way too? Yeah. Well, I have, I have a person. Oh, you know what? I don't know if I should throw <laughs> that out there though. Uh, you said it. Ooh. You're going to be hugely projected it out. Yeah. Make it happen. You know, it's funny. I was, I was on uh, Facebook the other day and I yeah. saw this picture. It's a, it's a truck that's being, um, taken to locations and it's called dignity on wheels and it's um for the homeless and it's one shower or one laundry load at a time Mm -hmm. is their mission so i don't know if that could be something that's connecting you with them and seeing where you can actually create something new but Mm. when you were talking about your new podcast that idea came up and and it's really those 
connections that really create something huge in the world. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, yeah. you know, I, I joke about, you know, how to reach out to mm-hmm. you. I know we're just mentioning no, it on yeah. past, but mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I think you have something that yeah. can actually be really mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. beneficial yeah. for people. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. And I think, I think, like I said, the phone call would probably be the best for it right now to, to reach out. And I don't know if I should do the, the personal phone number. I may just lay off on that <laughs> one. But, but I think, I think if, if a uh, patient needs to, to contact me though, I do not, mind um giving my personal information out uh my f- my home phone that's fine mm-hmm. um i just uh i start with the i would think the company first yeah <laughs> and do you yeah. do you have a lot of social media um reach right now currently um you mean for the clinic or mm-hmm. yeah um you know what actually this november we just got into um planet fitness I- in queen creek we are on this tv screens up there that starts in november this month so we're um we're definitely marketing that's part of my job too is to to market the clinic and uh, talking to, to doctors so yeah we're, we're our names out there i would say um it's out there more and more each uh each month we just had this big uh, candy halloween uh, uh event too so i got to talk to a lot of parents and all the uh, kids came into the clinic and got candy from us and then we gave out like little uh 15 uh, minute um free session to assess you or something oh, that oh, day cool. so I um miss that. yeah wow. it's like the candy halloween or what is it called uh, candy crawl oh, i forget but anyway it's um it, that was a really good marketing tool too so we get our name out there just by doing little mm-hmm. events stuff yeah. like that and it's great so it's, it's fun the location's great uh-huh so yeah, yeah. ellsworth and ellsworth road well, and uh, uh rittenhouse yeah ellsworth loop uh i have the address here mm-hmm. 21576 south ellsworth loop road mm-hmm. queen creek arizona yeah. or so. they can call that number and yep. reach yep. any you know 360 physical therapy office yeah, yeah they're great so. we have so we have people hired just to answer calls in the call mm-hmm. center for new patients so mm-hmm. they they're good i mean occasionally you know you get busy you might put on hold for a sec here or a little bit but mm-hmm. um don't give up if, if, if uh you call once and something gets you even know, the receptionists are really warm and inviting so oh yeah i've we, called to either reschedule yeah. a appointment so yeah, yeah we, we make cool. sure that they are so yeah so yeah, cool. but uh because it, that, that's part of the staff too you walk in and you see the the front office first so mm-hmm. we want to make sure that they're not like oh how are you doing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right yeah. you gotta you gotta, they gotta be uppity too yeah <laughs> that yeah yeah so, anyway. great more feel <laughs> fear before the needles yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that dry uh, needling and yeah. that Graston yeah. technique mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. Aquatic yeah. therapy I haven't tried yet. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Not and the cold everybody. plunge is coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> With the We're ice. Add that. Yeah. Was that was yeah. that called the ice? The ice. What was the that ice thing challenge? that's on ice, chill. A, ice, ice bucket ice chill, challenge? Yeah. You know, I never did Wasn't that. that ALS or I forget what that <laughs> yeah, was for. Yeah, that. something like that. Yeah. 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 A lot yeah. of people did that, and they're like, "You gotta do that." And I'm like, "Yeah, I think I'll miss that one." Yeah. Nope, I'll support nope. it in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a pleasure having you on the show, Cody. Oh, Seriously, you. I it was love so this. great yeah. learning about mm-hmm. you and yeah. like what you're up for, and mm-hmm. just you know, mm-hmm. just knowing that you're out there helping people heal. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. great passion. to know. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he has his purple shirt on, so oh, which yeah. equates is that to like passion. healing? Oh, is it, <laughs> like, so we have a purple Thursday going on. We uh, all wear purple on Thursday uh, just for fun. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's my favorite color. So I kind of mentioned, you know, hey, you're gonna wear purple. Yeah. Yeah. Very great. Well, thank you again. And um, that'll be the whole show. Mm -hmm. I mean, we really went through a lot of things and Mm -hmm. look forward to connecting and seeing what happens next. Let us know about the podcast. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated. I really appreciate you being on. You're amazing. Ah, Thank you so much. Hope everybody reaches out to you. Ah, (laughs) Thank you.
Thank you. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Well, see right. you next Bye. week.